Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 123 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I went to um, I went to see Brian Regan this week. Oh, my favorite. Take look. You ever start to say something, and in the middle of what you're saying, you decide to say something else completely? You know, there's already words out there. His friends were leaving the other day, and I started to say, hey, take care, and I decided to say good luck instead, like halfway through, you know? So it came out neither. See you later, Brian. Take luck. Take luck and care. Take care of the luck. Good luck taking care of the, the luck that you might have. If you have luck, take it. Care for it. Take luck, care of it. When you take all care of it. Take luck. I, gotta, actually, I don't know any of his... I've I mean, heard him, but that's the only joke that in my small... Uh, uh, catalog that I know of his has always stuck with me because it's just so uh, universal and funny. So I don't think I'd be out of bounds by saying, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and people that listen to podcasts, especially comedy ones, will know that as comedians go, and I'm not a comedian, but just from what I hear, um, Brian Regan is one of the most well-respected stand-up comedians today. Just like Sebastian Maniscalco. There's, a, there's like certain comedians that other comedians go like, that dude's Legit. Legit, yeah. So whether you like his style or whether you... They all have respect for, for what he brings to the table. Can we agree on that? Yeah, you never hear about, um, like, oh, that guy does the same jokes or uh, or or he bit somebody else's right. style. But beyond that, he's one. I think he's one of the biggest grossing acts. He he's he's a he's a huge. He's constantly touring. He's got a lot of material out yeah, there. Yeah, and without any real huge... Like, was he ever in any big sitcoms or any... Not that I know of. Like pretty much his bread and butter has been stand up, yeah. right? That I, as far as so, I know, I, I mean, but, but right. when no, most Nothing people would know out. him, sure. Yeah, but that's why people probably respect him because they're like he's doing it. I remember him from back in the Comedy Central days. You know, when you'd watch like or on Friday nights or whatever they would have like that stand up live or uh, comic strip live. You know what I'm talking about? Was like, that show where it was on like NBC or something, and on a weird hour, and they would have like. Three or four comics on a couch, and uh, it was a, a black dude was the host, Byron something maybe, and he would toss, he would like toss it to them in like conversation that was obviously set up to do their. Whose line is it anyway? No, but was it like that? Like I don't know if it was like Comics Unleashed or okay, yeah, I don't, it was something I where it was like they'd make conversation, but somehow that conversation would go to their bit already oh i gotcha i got you know you. I mean? like, yeah like you know this guy has like an air, airport bit so he would yeah. figure out a way to 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 roll him into that it would bit. be like like oh adam carolla is here on the show like it's good to see you hey how was traffic on the right. way here right like knowing full well he's got right. 90 minutes pre-loaded yeah. but i think don't you think that's what they do on most of those i mean i obviously that's specific to yeah them, but... it was just overtly so right was yeah. it a fake talk show no, it was just like about. It was just for comics. Like it was comics, like um, you know, shooting the bull. Yeah, kind of. Maybe it was. I remember a show called Comics Unleashed, but I can't. Say I, it I feel it. like that's it. Because, but I, but um, my point was, it was like very uh, neutered. 
You know what I mean? Like it right. was all their bits, but super clean. Right, right you know to I mean? the point. Got them there. There was no segueing. It was like, yeah. hey, I got to ask you this, and then I move on to the next. Like Carlin one. had to break it down and go. There's zero <laughs> words you can say. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So we. It was at the uh, Foxwoods Casino Event Center. I forget what the name of their actual event center is, but it's a. It's in Michigan, like right over the border from Indiana. You're just like a Midwest globetrotter right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I bought the tickets back in March. Or, you know, something like an earlier part of the year. And they were like $85 a ticket. That was what was left when I was uh, ticket purchasing. So I bought three tickets because usually um, Nick, who used to do the podcast with me originally, Mm -hmm. goes. And I was going to take my son as a birthday present to him um, because he wanted to see Brian Regan really bad. I remember you saying like, hey, do you want to go see Brian Regan? (laughs) Well, actually, you (laughs) were going to be asked if Nick couldn't go. And then uh, there was... That means like a lot to me. One other person between <laughs> Thank them. You. Yeah. But anyway, and I figured, you know, eighty dollars, I know, you know, mm-hmm. things are tight with the burnt cell phone and all that. But anyway, mm-hmm. so uh I bought the tickets earlier in the year and I'm I, I don't know how you I obviously you know I have this anxiety issue about like going places and having fun. I don't enjoy any of that. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. So even like coming to like as the as the date got closer even though I knew it was going to be a good time and I knew I was what I was getting into. I knew who the comedian was. I knew what his material was like. I was just dreading driving, like making sure we were going to be there on time. What was the parking? I'd never been to this place before. I don't know if you've ever been to you this place. You weren't casino. looking forward to it. No, I was You were dreading it. But it's like a, it was a double-edged sword because my son was really excited about it. And the last concert, uh, and I know we talked about it, the only, first and only um stand-up show we ever took him to and me and nick yeah was bill cosby on his last yeah. american date before the story broke and then the next day he was in canada when the whole was it his out. absolute last american yes. date yes that's amazing that's uh so, great. so you wanted to get one more like moral stamp <laughs> from him well so i knew that you know brian regan is obviously family friendly and I know my kid's really into him he's big time into stand-up comedians like on is he obviously family most of yeah. them pretty clean absolutely clean oh i mean when we so at the like bill ray Cos- romano oh cleaner than that i'm mean, you know i mean i don't i don't, don't want to make you do a brian all. regan impression i'm not I going to i know you do a great ray yeah. romano <laughs> uh, yeah uh so anyway um at the bill cosby show the only reason my kid was the only child there is because everybody that went to see bill cosby was you know in their 60s unconscious? or 70s. No, they were conscious. Oh, okay. This was before the story broke, so it was, it was you know. So he was still going at it hard. Right. Wow. I think, whatever. Yeah. Cocktail City. So one thing I forgot about was we wanted to go to the casino early so we could hit the buffet and then hit the show. I forgot that you could smoke. I It's been so long since I've been somewhere where you can smoke inside. Even, like, if I go to a bar, I, I try to think of one that I would go to that people actually still smoke inside. Uh, and my kid has you never been to a place where you could smoke inside. You can smoke at Pioneer Tap in Hessville. <laughs> Beyond that, though, yeah. But my my kid has never been in a place where you can smoke indoors. He was what? blown. So he was like, "Oh, what's going on?" He's like, "The person's smoking," and I it, it just wow. take that stuff for granted. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. And and then he was like talking about the overall depravity looks on these people's faces. Like he'd never been to a casino. Oh, and, at the casino. Yeah, because when you go to like. I mean, uh, Vegas is a whole other story because you have young people, you have bachelor parties, you have everybody wants to go to Vegas. It's an occasion for sure. Right. And I think this Foxwoods is probably an occasion for people of like Northwest Indiana to do a Friday, maybe spend the night and go home Saturday. But I, I doubt it's like a How far a is week. it from like Chicago? 
from the from I mean tag like, twenty minutes on to us. from from here from right yeah from here us, yeah fifty minutes oh that's yeah it? it's like right it's in New Buffalo like right over the border oh that's yeah that's practically Michigan City yeah it's right right past okay. Michigan City right, right. so being so close to Michigan City you could you know that seems like maybe that's like a like a a night hey, I'm gonna hit Friday night we're gonna go to the casino sure. just like the boats in Hammond or East Chicago yeah same 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 deal like the horseshoe so the overall, he, there's like a fog of depression do you remember as a kid going to nursing homes and seeing like old people like walking dead you know it's, it's very depressing yeah, especially I used when to you're go a small to visit child. my grandma yeah. and my grandpa and he would uh he who later was described to me by my aunt as the worst person she'd ever met. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would go there and I would be like, and everyone would stare at you. Like I imagine, uh, like like the prisoners in the night of, how uh, they just stare at Nas. Like they would just stare at you when you walk in the hallway. And everybody would have the canes with the tennis balls, mm-hmm. and then you'd think you were safe when you got into your grandpa's room, but not really, because then he would just start yelling. Right, he actually knows you and can put his, and can touch you. Yeah, yeah, but but it certainly that well there's I don't know how much uh the casino smelled like urine but there's that like over over everything as well. Well, but there is a sense of depression for sure. So imagine I wonder why they don't put slot machines inside nursing homes. That might be a Oh my a god, great... that's shh. You know week. what you said too much. Yeah. <laughs> so Cut anyway, that out. So anyway, uh, he was blown away by like the level of you know the people walking with the oxygen tank and the cigarette at the same time. Like, <laughs> so no, you can smoke all up in that casino. Well, in the hallway, I don't know that you, I don't know where you can and can't smoke, but like, well, you weren't able to take them by the slot machines and all you, that. We had right, to cut or... through there to get to the. But you, you know oh, how nice. like they have a pattern carpet and then they have a a regular colored non pattern carpet. You can families can walk to guide on the, the drunk pat- people where to go. Right. Well, families can walk on the non pattern carpet, but you okay. can't go on where it's okay. patterned. Right. So anyway. Um, now I took my, my buddy, Nick, who's like your age. I think he's, he's like 36, 37 or whatever. Did he go with you guys? Yeah. Oh, he did. Come. And so, well, you didn't get the call. So yeah, right, unfortunately right. he didn't back out. Just didn't know how far down I was. Uh, but when we got in there, like he, he, the last show we went to me, went with me to was Nick DiPaolo. And then we went to Gilbert. I mean, we've been to David Tell. We've been to, uh, Mark Marin. I mean, a ton. Wow. And so, <laughs> and so he, I guess, and a lot of that is me saying, hey, come with me. This will be cool. And he, and usually he always has a great time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he was under the impression that this was going to be like that has no reference for Brian Regan. Now, I he well, asked that, me. How does that? How is it not a great time? I don't get well, it. Well, he asked me three, three, four days before, like, hey, some of the guys at my work are, are asking me if this is like um, you know, Jeff Foxworthy or like who we're going to see. And I, I really didn't know. So I was like, well. Let me put some YouTube videos on your on your Facebook page so you, you could check them out. Okay. So of course I do that, you know, responsibly. And he never watches the videos, and he agrees to plunk down the eighty six dollars for the ticket and sure. what have you. The whole time, the whole time that once Brian Regan hit the first of all, uh, the first act hit the stage, and he was like, "Get the hook." I mean, he just kept turning me like, "Dude, this guy's got this is awful. This is the worst." Like, is that bad? get this guy off the stage. The guy's name is Joel Bolster. He's not the greatest, but you know, whatever. What do you Dude, expect? Even a bad live comic still, you're there to laugh, right? Yes. And I've been there before. Like when, when we go to Zany's, we saw a guy, uh, I've, I've had it happen a couple times where it is painful. Like you're, you feel bad oh, for the, the person, but I still look at it. It's a live performance that somebody's putting on. So I will make my comments later afterwards in the car, but I'm not going to be a heckler. I'm not going to. You know, shit on somebody because I I know it's got to be it's 
got to be terrible. As bad as it is for you, it's worse for them. You know, because they're still trying oh to smile and they're still trying to right, right, and it's just not happening. When, that, uh, there's a backstory to this I can get into later, but like a month or two ago, I went with my buddy Crawl. We went to see Louis C.K. at Chicago Theater. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't know. About yeah, that. we ended up at Zany's on the North Side. We ended up at oh, Zany's yeah, right. seeing Doctor Something. Or seen other. him. Yeah, Doctor Vinny Boombots. No, yeah, I but it was He's, one of those nights where it was like, okay. Every other plan had had fallen through, so let's just. And I'm like, hey, let's go Zane. It'll still be it'll still be a good time. Uh, this guy was good, but it was one of those like, um, we're here to laugh, so let's not be dicks. Let's laugh. If it's kind of funny, right. let's laugh a lot. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I guess my thing is, even if the comedian is not great, uh, you're there for that sole purpose. Right. Like you don't have to get one over right. on a comedy show, right? Yeah. Like, like I was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, cook dinner and this guy's telling jokes, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like if you were like changing the, it's not like you're changing the oil in your car and it's out on the radio in the background. Well, I hate bowling, but when you finally get me there and I'm like, I, res- I resign myself to like, Hey, we're bowling. I'll, I'll, I will me, even me, I'll just be like, okay, I guess I'll try You'll to kick enjoy that right leg out. I will throw good. the ball as hard as I possibly can <laughs> and uh, try to destroy the pins like Fred Flintstone. That's not you like know. you at all. But, um. So anyway, Brian Regan hits the stage, and Joel Bolster was fine. My kid loved it. My kid was in stitches the whole time laughing. That's great. That's and it's great, great because um, unlike music, you know, everybody can enjoy music. You, for my four-year-old dances when she hears a song that moves her. But to have, when your child can start to understand a, an adult, and I'm not talking about adult jokes, but a joke that is spun together by an adult um, in words, yeah. And there's like play on words and there's like there's some, you know, some tags on jokes and yeah. he's getting it. That That's kind of cool. It's They're just a really cool experience. Way. I'm right. sure it is. I'm sure yeah. it's super cool. So he's laughing and he's like grabbing his stomach and like keeled over. What, like what, a, what is the can, what is the feel like? Can you go into the feeling about that? Like, can you see your kid laughing? Are you, are you thinking like I'm proud of him for getting it? That means he's sharp. No, that means I, he's like a chip off the old block. I think, you know. Because we don't, I mean, we both enjoy, I enjoy baseball and he enjoys baseball because I enjoy baseball. Um, <laughs> and there's that time, you know, when you're, when you're young and you like things because your dad likes them. And, and, and yeah, you, I think, I mean, dad, that never goes away a hundred percent. I think your dad knows when there's stuff that like, if you were to say, like, give him the option, like, Hey, do you want to play, you want to play baseball today? Or do you want to like sit home and not, he would be like, well, he would contemplate, you know what I mean? So okay. you, so you know when it's, when it's really true. When he, because he goes off on his own and he'll, like, when we, he loves his favorite comedian of all time is Jim Gaffigan. And he can do every single Jim Gaffigan bit by himself without any prompting. He'll know when he How starts he hearing even? one. 11. See, I, I'm, so, I'm impressed that 11 year old listens to stand up comedy. That's most 11 year olds will not, like, just. Which is weird because I did that with record. My parents had comedy records Cheech and Chong, Bill Cosby, Steve Martin, and I used to do the same thing. I think I did to an extent, but it's just like it's. But he, to hear someone else do it, like to me, I go, yeah, because it's funny. But to hear someone else do it, go like, you're going to sit down and just listen to these. He'll jokes. know you. He'll tell you the name of the bit, or if he starts hearing the bit, he could just go into it and, and do it simultaneously with the comedian. Like, so I told him, I was like, you know, that's kind of cool. You should do that for like a talent show, or you should do that for like, you know, you had the timing down. You understand, and that's the thing too. He'll say, I like this guy because I like the way he delivers this, or I like, but. So he's chopping it up a yeah. little bit. So when when I see him enjoying it, it's sort of like we he's not enjoying it because he sees me enjoying it. He's enjoying it and I'm watching him just enjoy on it. His own. Yeah, like it's probably twice as 
Yeah, awesome. because I I wouldn't be surprised if the next show is like, hey, could I bring a buddy? Yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, you could sit there, but like me and my buddy are, I'm going to, I can, right. and it's, uh, what else is funny is, you know, when you like stuff, for example, I remember like when I first got into skateboarding and I went into school and I, I found other kids that like skateboarding and I talked about skateboarding and we talked about punk rock music and we talked about, we got each other into this. Hey, have you heard this band? Have you heard that band? And then the next weekend you'd like make mixtapes or, you know, eventually CDs and right, you'd introduce right. people to stuff. But it's funny because being 11, people really aren't like other kids don't listen to stand up comedy like you said so it's very hard i'll be like hey did you tell everybody you're going to see you know uh brian regan or and he's like oh you know yeah i just told him i was going to a casino but that because the other part's <laughs> lost on them they're like yeah i don't know what that means like oh i guess it's a stand up whatever it doesn't impress me because i don't huh. know who that is you know what i mean like with music it's different yeah everybody yeah. knows you don't have to be any age to listen to music unless it's parental advisory, right, you know. Right, right, but for right. the most part, if it's on the radio, we all know what the song is or who does it. Well, it's constantly happening in the background. Sure. So everyone's at least, it's not a foreign concept. You have to seek out Jim Gaffigan as an 11-year-old. You have to seek out Brian Regan. You have to seek that. Yeah. It's not there for, you know, just you're not going to come across it. But so, there's a weird fine line there between like, um, oh, like say your kid doesn't grab onto it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how much do you just go like, no, no, you got to hear this. You got to listen to this. I do that because, okay, for example, so when we were going to the show before we were picked up Nick, we were driving in the car and he's like, hey, let's listen to some stand-up comedy on the way to see stand-up comedy. Like, you normally would be like, hey, we're going to see, you know, yeah. this band, let's listen to the music. Let's put corn on because <laughs> we're about to go to a corn show. Right. And he didn't want to listen to Brian Regan. He's like, let's listen to Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> let's listen. Let's whatever. He likes Seinfeld. He likes... You know, all people in that scene. He's got all these area. great, um, clean comics. But he likes, uh, there's some stuff that I've let him listen to, Dice stuff, that's not necessarily the sexual stuff. It's still it's still not okay necessarily for most people's 11-year-olds. Go fuck yourself, you cocksuckers! Because of language. But it's not it's not sexual. So that right, stuff right. I usually, for whatever reason, I'm really hung up on that. Like I, I don't want that introduced. Yeah. I just don't want that introduced to him, but I like, get it. It, whatever. Yeah. So the mild racism I'm fine with, but it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the sex, it's the sex stuff. So, uh, well, we words were, are just words. Sometimes the right. sex stuff is like disrespectful. Well, I think it paints a picture in your head that, and I'll even say that's unfair to women and it's yeah. unfair to have that, uh, image or thought in your mind that that's okay. Yeah, like, so like it, uh, until you're a certain age, that can really, I think, change your perception. Little boy blue, maybe he didn't need the money. You know what I mean? You're well, you don't a, want him to assuming. go, what do, you, what do you mean he needed the money? What was it for? <laughs> right. Like, well, some people perform sexual acts <laughs> for financial compensation. That's right. Just, that's awkward. But I did listen to George Carlin. Wait, I put on George Carlin, Todd. I love Todd. One of my favorite jo guys named Todd. Oh, Todd Tucker Trent? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and he loves that because oh, he, get, oh, it, he it. gets it. <laughs> And I'm getting really sick of guys named Todd. You know, yeah, it's just a goofy, it's a goofy fucking name, okay? Hi, what's your name? Todd. But then, you know, as we got into the Carlin lexicon, he's sort of like, this guy just talks a lot. I'm like, not. He's bang, bang, My bang. My favorite line, fuck Tucker, Tucker sucks. <laughs> fuck Tucker, Tucker sucks. <laughs> Love that line. Uh, anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, I'll put it up on the. I'll put a link to it. I want to say this: it, it's George. one of the greatest, simplest, shortest, quickest, greatest George Carlin bits. Oh, God, I'm Tucker. I think that's on complaints and grievances, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure. Okay, so uh, Robert Schimmel, and which again, you know, I got to be careful. 
uh, and Sa- even Sam Kinison. Like I try to find stuff because I want him to just see that delivery style, and I want I want to see what his reaction. Bill Hicks, like, you got to be really, really careful because. Well, Bill Hicks is very angry. The fact that we live in a world where John Lennon was murdered, yet Barry Manilow continues to put out fucking albums. God damn it. If you're going to kill somebody, have some fucking taste. I'll drive you to Kenny Rogers' house, all right? I don't know how much Bill, experience you have with Bill Hicks, but it's, oh, it's, yeah. very, it comes from a very. place of super darkness, super angry. It stays in a place of pretty darkness, yeah. right? I yeah, mean, you're right. Yeah, but so that he does not. It's it's. I guess I push to see where he is like turned off. You know, is he gonna like Cheech and Chong? Is that does he understand what's going on? And, and you know, <laughs> and uh, then you go, hey, wait a minute, why is that so funny? <laughs> so so anyway, so he went to the show, and I gotta tell you, man, for for. I convinced my friend to buy a ticket to a concert or a you know performance for eighty six dollars, and he had the worst time ever. <laughs> now he's uh-huh. on his phone, he's texting, and my kid's now what? looking past me and looking at him like oh, he's not even a good. So it's sort of bringing his time down because uh-huh. ultimately I want everyone to. <laughs> I, I feel bad because I told him, "Hey, dude, spend eighty six dollars," and. He's like, he's like, oh my god, this guy's awful. Is it when's he getting like to read the main act? Yeah, come on, man. I'm just telling you. Wow, all right. And and so we and I said, listen, complain about it. Went later between me and you, like, like don't shit on it because he he really isn't. After that, Joel Bolster got off the stage. Logan's like, oh, I can't wait to add him to my Spotify playlist. How I have to pretend I don't hate every second of Power Rangers when (laughs) Dexter puts it on. He's like, look, they're kung fu fighting. Oh, I'm I'm straight up with that. Just turn this crap off for now. I I mean, I'll tell them. I'll go look. You know, he'll go like, do you want to watch it? Like, he'll ask me to Jimmy, and I'll go, no. Well, yeah, it's awesome, right? I'm like, it's not. It's not. I'm, I don't, maybe I'm breaking your heart, but it's really bad. Here, it's poorly shot. It's poorly produced. The acting's brutal. They're all white. That's weird, except for like, as one black dude, one Asian. I, what I usually do is I'll tell my smallest, my four year old, I'll be like, we take turns. You get a turn, and I get a turn, and I just dummy up. I put headphones on during her turn, and then I switch. (laughs) But we keep that half hour. It goes back and forth, and you know she's usually. I just say that's what's happening. Period. I read a, a thing on parenting a long time ago that was like. Was it written by me? It was. I don't. I don't recall. But it, it was the, the the power of subtle suggestion. Like I don't come out and just go. Never like, heard of that. Well, but here's the thing. It's it's a very good idea. Like instead of coming out and just going, this is this is awful. This is really bad. They may not be as receptive to that. What you do is just like. Like like a mother with her daughter, if they see a girl wearing something they think is inappropriate, they'll just sort of casually throw out like, like uh, she must not have a lot of respect for herself. You know, what I mean, just they just throw it out like small things. Somebody's Jewish things, mother wrote this book, right? It was like, what you leave in the house and that, <laughs> but like uh, you just you throw out small uh, sort of just offhand comments in in a way that um, just sort of they'll hear it and and it'll just sort of bury into. Their, I do that, but I do it loud. If that makes any sense, I, I get the like concept, but then I'm like, "Hey, listen to me. I'm telling you something." So I know it's supposed to be subtle, but it's right to the. Point. But here's the thing: like, if you are not making a spectacle about it, they just go, "Oh, they really think that," and then right, they're not doing it for show. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- no, I think sense. maybe that's part of it. So like, my kid will put Power Rangers on, and he'll go like, "This is pretty awesome." Like, you like it? And I'll go, "Nah, not too much. <laughs> Why not?" I go, "It's just not too awesome. It's not too good." <laughs> and then like, he he gets those terms. So you know, I. He still watches it, <laughs> but I feel like eventually right. it'll burrow in his brain. It will. He'll go. He'll go like, 
I like to show. My dad did say it wasn't it wasn't super awesome. So and that will happen. I think. I mean, yeah. like I said, your your influences you 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 realize at you know at some point. I don't know yet, but dude, I'm a like. I have like an emotional hinge pin on it. Like if he, if my kids aren't into the stuff I like at all, it's going to be weird because I'm going to be trying to yeah, push it. I mean, it. you're definitely the guy that dresses your kid in a t-shirt of the band oh, yeah. that you like. Yeah. He's yeah. wearing Chuck Taylor's, yeah. he's, you know, he's haircuts yeah. the same as yours. And, <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, I think we all, <laughs> we all, do, debatable. we all that, we all do that to an extent for sure. Yeah. Uh, I tried that. Um, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, but I think what you'll really appreciate is when you see him go like, no, I'm into this and you can appreciate that. Like he at least saw what you were into, but has his own interests. Like you're, you're yeah. in the next couple of years, you'll see your child, like literally take shape and saying like his peers will push him in a certain direction or like there'll be stuff you don't even, you're not even privy to. Like I said, like watching other people play video games, like all kids do. Like, I'm like, yeah. why are you, you'd rather not even play a video game, but watch a YouTube of a guy right. playing a video game. It's very right. weird, but that's what all kids do. And I didn't teach him that, but he's like too super into it's it. It's awesome. It's super great. And then he's into making, he got this game capture thing where he can play video games and he can talk and then put that on YouTube, like him uh, walking other people through his gaming. This is kind of what we talked about last week a little bit about. We've never been more proud of doing less. <laughs> We've never been more proud of ourselves for doing less. Like, look, I'm playing video games. Isn't this awesome? It's like, yeah, our grandpa built a house. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. An, an eighteen-year-old, yeah, won uh, you know seven gold medals, and that's what, that's what we've accomplished. <laughs> We're like, yeah, well, I can crap on it. So, so, yeah. So Nick didn't have a good time, and after the show, he asked Logan. He's like, you know, hey, what'd you think? And he's like, dude, this was the greatest ever. And he's like, on a scale of one to ten, what do you think? He's like, ten. And, and Nick was just like, dude, I don't know how, I like this grading also. system. I don't know. Like you get, and he's like, you gave him a ten. He's like, dude, a ten. He's like, and then he said to Nick, he's like, you didn't. And he's like. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. I liked it. And then he just turned and like beelined it out like I'm heading out. And it was uh no 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 Brian Regan talk on the way home. You know, usually you're like recapping. Yeah. Like, no, it what was, was your favorite part. There was none of that yeah. until he got out of the car. And uh then, you know, then I we had the conversation. You guys couldn't bask in any of the glory without no, because I just didn't want, and I don't think he would have. I don't think he, shit on it. Yeah, I, I, he right. was because so, you know at eleven, there's your kid picks up. I mean, he's a lot more aware of what's going on and people's uh-huh. you know facial you know sure so. yeah. Uh, but Brian Regan, one of the cool things he does is um, he comes back out. He does an encore, and even Nick goes, "This guy does an encore. What is this?" And what he does is usual. He basically asks the crowd, "What joke do you want?" I'll do some old jokes. Just to, and dude, my kid jumps out of the seat. He's like, "Take look, take look!" He, I swear, oh, he's no yelling way. at the top of his lungs. We like and the same bit. He ended up doing emergency room, uh, which is a little bit longer. And I bet you he picked it because it, it was about a five minute, six minute joke, and he probably figured instead of doing a bunch of small he's got ones, because he basically said like, "Yeah, there's no easy way to segue into this because you're just asking me to tell a joke." You know, boom, I tell yeah. a joke. So yeah. afterwards, Logan's like, do you think he heard me saying take luck? Do you think he heard me up on the stage? I'm like, yeah, he heard you. He just chose to do a different one. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. He just you did know? one? Yeah, one well, because that one was like, you know, like I said, it was usually even when a band comes out, they play one more song. You know, they, they don't they don't stay out Wait, for Wait, dude, three to five. Well, you go to different concerts. Uh, yeah. I, do. I don't know. I haven't yeah. been to a concert in Hip it out, years. man. Uh, so all in all, it was a pretty cool experience. The... Uh, Another, uh, he he was pretty upset that they didn't have all you can eat crab, but he he ate the hell out of some shrimp. I'll tell you that he really? made it up in shrimp. Yeah. So another, he's like, "There's a chocolate fountain." He put an apple. He put an apple on a skewer and put an apple in the chocolate fountain. He you, he went into this expecting all you can eat crab. Yeah, 
because they have all Who you can goes eat crap. anywhere expecting all you can eat anything. Him. What? Yeah, you know he he doesn't get to go to casino buffets, and I've been hyping it. Even well, Nick, it's funny because even Nick goes, "Dude, I can't wait for the buffet." That was like the. Why do you get the buffet? Just because you're going to see a show there. That's the only restaurant they have in there that I know. I don't think they have a normal restaurant. So I think you can order a not normal. Like come with a ticket. Like you're no, just no, no. To buying this, like, yeah. it's like thirty five bucks. Before or you make it to the event center, there's a. Uh, it's with a buffet. I yeah. think it was uh, thirty, maybe a person. Okay. So. Yeah. You don't like buffets. Yeah. Eh, buffets, I can take them or leave them. Unless they're really, really nice. Well, I like to eat a little bit of everything, and if I don't like it, I don't eat it. But know? usually if you make a lot of things, you don't make anything well. I would agree. You know what I mean? Like, I go to, like, Big Frank's Sausage in Hammond. Like, I know <laughs> they do sausage and pierogies. They make the shit out of them, and that's it. Well, I mean, a lot of the other stuff. I think it's still prepackaged, like, but cafeteria food anyway. You go somewhere like The Wheel or something. No, but it's not. They got, like, one busha back there. Uh, on an on an old stove making it. You go to like no. the you go to like the wheel or somewhere, and it's like uh, or any of these like yeah. the, the region's known for Greek diners, right? And it's all like like there's everything from waffles to like pizza to fried chicken, it's waffle like, come pizza, on, dude, like lock it up. Well, if you have waffles, they have like waffle chili, waffle pe- anything they can grind those waffles up and put into another yeah, another yeah. meal. But it's yeah. like there's no way that you do like lamb. And fish and tacos and breakfast food. And if you do, that means you don't do any of it. Like you, you I do, agree. Okay. Like, so how often are you getting that much food in, right? I think at that point you're just trying, you're like, hey, I'm out for the night. I'm going to try to stuff $30 worth of food down my, yeah, down yeah. my pants, my throat, wherever it's got to go. Dude, speaking of food, I had this idea of, I was like, man, I, I, I said like, I'm not going to eat shitty food today, right? I'm going to go like a day and then I'll feel really good about myself for going one day. We're doing so, this again, huh? Yeah, always. I never <laughs> stop. So I ended up eating shitty food. And then I, <laughs> I felt bad about myself immediately afterwards. And I said, you know what? Like like, 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 a, like a junkie going on a true binge. Okay, say uh, I, I want it to be like if I'm going to fall off hard, I want it to be like like Days of Wine and Roses. For and That's a really old movie. But I mean like, okay, uh, leaving Las Vegas. Like I want to go hard if I'm going to go hard, right? So if Elizabeth Shoes involved, count me in. Yeah, you bet your ass. So, but not and, if you're there. No, I won't be. Okay. Not for when you do it. Okay. No. Gotcha. No. So I like, don't even want it if you do it first. It's like, yo, I can eat salad for two or three days, but that fourth day, like I want I want like a Taco Bell inside of like a Whopperito. Like the grossest thing you Have can you think of. Have you had a burrito yet? No, but I. But this is like I'm. It's, uh, it's I'm getting there. Right. I will eventually right. one day. On my on my worst day, on my lowest <laughs> absolute worst day. But I went inside of a wop burrito, and I went all that, and and I want KFC chicken used as bread, like they do in that disgusting mm. sandwich they make. That's mm. so gross. Like instead of bread, they use two pieces of chicken. Uh, I want that, and then I want like sm- smothered and gross. Like I want to go like thirty five hundred calories of just awfulness. And that will make me bottom out so hard that I'm like, okay, salad for five days. You know what I mean? You think it will? Yeah. Go to Old Country Buffet. Dude, if I eat like chicken nuggets, you just look if I eat chicken nuggets, have... I spit in the mirror later. You don't even have to eat. Just go to Old Country Buffet, pay the $12 or whatever it is, and just look at everyone in there, and that should be enough for you. It's gross. No, because see, then I can look at it. I can look down at them from Mount Pius. I can be like, look at you, disgusting. Like when the Golden Corral before it closed because it was so awful. Like <sighs> you go by there and you just go like, ugh, gross. Like you look at all the grossness and you go like, you people are disgusting. But as soon as I get super hungry, I'll be, I'll be mainlining it with them <laughs> in, in a dumpster somewhere, right? Doing the gravy. Like uh, like 
uh, go back to the night home. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like free. I'd be like free basin, like uh, biscuits and gravy in the corner of a prison cell. So this idea was like put it all together and just like if like if you're gonna um, uh, break bad, break bad, big time. Well, I said something about that. Break bad. And uh, and uh, uh, man, I you know what? I'll 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 tweet it out later. I can't remember his name. A Blackhawks guy that I, that I talked to on Twitter sometimes. He said, "Dude, there already is a place like that." And it's in McHenry, Illinois, which isn't that far from here. It's called Epic Deli. This place, let let me read you some of the things on the menu. They basically go, hey, we're making some food. Uh, I don't know how to say it without using the F word. I don't know how to not go crass, but it's like, here, eat this. Go fuck yourself. Like, listen to this food. Okay, the John Bender. It's pulled pork. Breakfast club. Yeah. Pulled pork, uh, fried chicken strips, cherry Coke barbecue sauce. Bacon and mozzarella sticks served on a toasted sub roll. That's at least three or four like venues and oh, one yeah. food, right? Mm-hmm. The Biff, bacon, lettuce, tomato, chipotle, mayo served in between two bacon cheeseburger dipped mac and cheese stuffed grilled cheese sandwiches. I don't even I don't know e- what that is. I can't even I'm not sure it. what that means. Yeah, either. I don't even. I slow it down again. Do that one again. Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Okay, it's a BLT and chipotle mayo. The BLT, BLT right? Served. In between two bacon cheeseburger dip, uh, two bacon cheeseburger dip and mac and cheese stuffed grilled cheese sandwiches. So it's a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon cheeseburger dip and macaroni in it. What's a bacon cheeseburger dip? I don't know. Okay. The the, the main ingredients, but so let me give you a couple more uh, before, before I start to pleasure myself. We got (laughs) to change topics. Uh, The screech. Is pulled pork, root beer barbecue sauce, fried chicken strips, and Merck's cheddar infused mac and cheese served chimichanga style in a deep fried wrap with an extra side of root beer barbecue sauce. Doesn't this sound like something like? Well, none of it sounds appealing. Everything sounds appealing, but then in reality, it's like I don't know that those tastes go together. I also have a problem with the fact that you make a sandwich named after an 80s icon or something related They're to an 80s movie. They're all crazy names, though. However, the, the actual sandwich, though. when it's actually like red or described, has no correlation to the person it's named after. Like, you feel like there should be some sort of play on words? Yeah. Like, the Biff should taste like a, a large bully who cheats Yeah, no, not even sports. a bully. I'm just saying, like, it should be like... Maybe something that you know Biff liked or Screech liked at the max oh, yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, get your damn hands off her. Like, you have to eat it without your hands. There you go. Or something. Yeah. See? Yeah. You're, you're welcome, Epic Deli. There you go. There's Where's the, that place at? What's the, the address? Dorito Corn Dog. Um, the actual location. Excuse me. Oh, I have shitty uh, reception here. It is in McHenry, Illinois. 2616 Scheid Court, I believe it was pronounced. S C H A I D Court. That's in McHenry, Illinois. What's it called again? Epic Deli? Epic Deli. And it's funny because I was just saying, like, dude, like, let's just hit rock bottom. Let's just do it. Like, what? Been there. Live in rock bottom. (laughs) My rock bottom and your rock bottom are two entirely different things. I think what I do is I hover, like, I hover, like, four metric centimeters above rock bottom and then i look down at it like it's so gross you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i act like i'm not there you know but what i'm saying is like wallow in it for a minute it's just one one idea i had so check out epic deli or i don't know i'd like to check that place out and here's the thing like 
I'm not confident in my own skin to do a Hey My Field trip to Epic Deli. That's pretty far to. That's not that bad, right? Was it? I don't know. It's within an hour. I don't know. It's around around here somewhere. So maybe not. But the point is this. (laughs) I'm good enough to go to Twincade and drink beer and play video games. Uh, That I'm cool with. But I'm not comfortable enough with our listeners at all to go and, and hit rock bottom in front of them. I saw, just so you know, on, uh, I think, Twitter or Facebook that TwinCade has now got their machine set up to keep score, like where it will automatically, it will, instead of what? refreshing, if you oh, have a high score, it. it'll keep it in Yeah, there. once I leave, <laughs> pussies. <laughs> they would once I take off. They know that once uh, when, once I set the high score, they're like, yeah, we'll restart it, because <laughs> yeah, okay. I, got, I got Street Fighter 2's ass. But people seem to love this deli. It was an idea. I know you love delis. I do. I know I love uh, pretending like I don't eat a lot and then eating a ton. That's true, too. I'm like, what is it? That's not quite bulimia, right? Bulimia is when you throw up, right? Yes. So, see, I don't throw up. I just eat a bunch of food and then, like, get mad about it. Like, so what is that called? Just Uh, (laughs) bitchiness? Yeah. I don't don't know. Like, uh, being eater's remorse? Yeah, that's, that's closer to what I have. I don't. I don't have like. Uh, see, people that are anorexic, it's like, oh, I just like. I think that's when you just won't eat, right? Like you, yeah, you, you won't eat. So mm-hmm. yeah, I wish. No, no, I can't do that because I don't have the willpower, and and I also like. I think it's too gross to eat a bunch. Plus, costly financially, it costs a lot to eat all the like to binge and then throw. Well, the up. problem with that is, I you lose muscle mass too. So there's really no benefit to by throwing up or by weight. not eating. No, by not eating both. But I mean, by not eating, you. You'll lose weight, but you think that, you know, you're going to lose. You end up look, that's why they all look super crazy right. and weird, yeah. That's why I just hover around rock bottom. It's like, I'm not quite <laughs> going to throw up, but I feel awful about it. I Again, like I said, I, I would wonder if how far different our rock bottoms would really be. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. It, I mean, look at I have I have a 36 new Glarises in my fridge since, you know, a month and a half ago. Yeah, that's They're crazy. still there today. You, you know, so how are you rock bottom? I would have put a serious dent in that's that. That's what I'm saying. Your rock bottom is different than mine. My rock bottom has, I could not drink for a year. You're saying my rock me. bottom is way lower than yours? And depends on what, what we're talking about. Yeah. An entire rock bottom would look, I don't know, it'd be crazy. <laughs> what well, what categories of rock bottom did? For me? Yeah, sure. Eating. Right. Okay. So I, 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 I don't I don't find as much pleasure in, or, you know, cigar smoking I enjoy and eating than I do drinking beer. So you're saying like... Like the depths that you'll go into, like to eat, are way lower than me. I would say this, just like in my chicken eating argument. If you remember, <laughs> you can't eat no, chicken. Please. Nobody wants to see anyone else eat chicken. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if somebody came in and I was gorging myself with food, you know, that's a disgusting image. I don't know how yeah. how how how. And then when you're like super drunk, I guess for you, I don't how know. Dare you? I'm just no. I'm just saying if that was the case. Uh, my no, mine is different. That's fairly accurate. Yeah. I I don't. I could not drink <laughs> forever. Yeah, that's I don't need to drink. That sounds terrible. That's rock bottom for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, do, I don't. I don't gain any happiness in it anymore. Then you're doing it. You're not doing it enough yeah. or, or incorrectly. You know, let me ask you. So, my, dude, if you drink, if you drink four of these new Glarises, which by the way you provided tonight, thank you. If you drank four of them, if you didn't find any happiness in it, I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, I definitely I like give them to me. It's been a while, and I popped these open, and and I'm I'm having a, a spotted cow, and I had a uh, totally naked. They're great. I'm not saying I like it's a rainbow them. to Happy Town, but I think it is for you. 
I think that I walk around with a, a, a maybe like a weird edge. I'm I'm like like the Hulk. Like my secret is I'm always angry. <laughs> like it's no even no matter how happy I act, I'm slightly angry at all times. So I think maybe for me a couple not not getting wasted obviously because I get bad hangovers, but a couple beers is a good like. Uh, all right, I'm not. And it's, it's like I'm not mad anymore. I don't want to paint you with this this brush. <laughs> you know, I hate. I like it. we're talking ourselves into it. We're talking you into it. I don't a, care. Well, the people that still listen are listen, gonna still listen. They probably think poorly of me anyway. I, I feel like uh, my happiness receptors are just so miswired. <laughs> like you know what makes me happy is uh, is is purging property. Like I take what? like. Like for instance, over the weekend, I got rid of a bunch of clothes that my wife um, wants me to keep that one day I'll fit into again, or shirts that she bought that I like. She came. I I've told you before where like I don't shop. My wife basically brings like ten shirts home and goes, "Hey, I I thought I you'd like all these. I like them for you." And then <laughs> eight of them, I go, "I would never wear that." And she and and seven of those. Yeah, she yeah. takes back, and one of those she goes. I'm gonna keep it because I think it would look nice, and I and I tell myself I'm never taking the tags off that. It's going in the back of my closet. Just, you just don't like it's it. It's not my style. I just don't like it. She should know your style by now. She doesn't care. She's trying to make. Would, no, I, mine does that too. Yeah, mine does that too. She does know my style, and she thinks it sucks. She calls it construction chic. So uh, because I wear, my wife says I don't have it. I wear like Timberland boots. Uh, you if, know, if Hesfield poor stock was a style, <laughs> like that was cool. Well, like my style. If you, style go, if you cool. could go to like uh, like H and M, and it'd be like 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 poor, like not hundred percent hillbilly, but <laughs> but but also you don't live in a ghetto, but it sure looks like it. I think if I I know enough about your style, if you were to give me a mannequin and a bunch of clothes, I could I could dress one like you. You could, and you know what's funny is like I'll think like like my style's all right, like it looks kind of cool, you know what I mean? But but then when I break it down, like I don't do accessories, right? I even have like skinny, like weird ET bones. I don't wear, I don't like, no, dude, my fingers are super skinny. My wrists are skinny. I don't wear like watches and shit, right? Like I don't wear like stuff. Uh, I'm not a real big hat guy. I don't wear necklaces. My accessories are out, right? Right. But I'll go, oh, but that's a cool. You can wear a chain. Right. But that's like, I'll go, that's a cool shirt and pants or whatever. So what it comes down to is me dressing up or thinking I look cool. It's like a shirt and pants and (laughs) and, and shoes that are. Like I said, my drummer last week said, "Hey, dude, what size are you? What your shoe, your shoe?" And I told him, and he's like, "Dude, I got some some chucks. If you want them, you can have them." And I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, you can have them." And I was like, "Oh, thinking like like he purchased the wrong size or something." He's like, "No, I bought some new ones, but they're not that bad. <laughs> he's gonna give me his old shoes because mine are so fucked up." Yeah. And so, like, what I think looks cool is actually, like, I'm so bare. You know mm. what I mean? Well. So like if I wear a hat, it's like whoa! Like I'm, I must be hitting the square. You know what I mean? Like going out tonight. I had a hat thing for a while until one of my bald friends said, "How dare you wear a hat?" I'm, most guys even my age now, they're, 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 they're balding. You had great hair. I got great it's hair. And they they say that's offensive. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know what I mean? Like my friends will tell me that's offensive for you to wear a hat. Like I have right. to wear a hat, you bastard. Right. You know. So I I remember telling my wife because I have a I have a ton of baseball hats and I was just like I'm done wearing them, man. This guy made a great point. Yeah, like I, th- I? I think my hair is just hair, right? It's no big deal. But people at work, people at work will go like because I, most of the people I work with have similar haircuts to or, each or, other, or, or not, not much. to you. But but it's all like pretty short, right? You know what I mean? Uh, short, simple. Well, so, they don't want to get it caught in a lathe. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, when or drill press, you are working in a factory such right. as myself, 
there's a lot of safety things to consider. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll go like, oh, like they'll make jokes about the hair, and I'm like, it's really just like an extra two inches. It's not a, you know, right? That's what she said. It's not a, like a huge <laughs> deal, but well, I think we? that uh, so so anyway, um, style. I have, I was able to purge a bunch of stuff before she and I called her and I said, hey, I literally cleaned out like. I don't know, a quarter of the stuff in my closet, my hanging clothes, like my dress shirts or, you know, button down shirts and stuff like that. I threw away a bunch of T-shirts. My brother-in-law, her brother, who works, um, he is a, a tin knocker. He uh, he always takes and always has since he was a kid, takes my old hand-me-down T-shirts to wear to work because, like I said, he works in the, you know, in that sort of environment where yeah. he, he yeah. could get like welding, you know, burn him and stuff so he doesn't yeah. care. So he'll wear anything from like an old punk rock t-shirt that I had, like, and some of it I get, I'm like, oh, it's sort of vintage at this point. I should hold on to it. But nah, man, I threw everything away. Like I have all these old, like breaking bad t-shirts, like the Los Pollos Hermanos shirt. I'm like, I'm done with all this. I'm too old for it. I can't have like t-shirts that represent TV shows. It does. It does. Because I thought to myself, and then, you know, I'll get nostalgic and I'll go like, oh, I want a t-shirt of a band I like. And then I'm like, nope can't do it man like i'm not I'm, I'm past that age where it's it's not cool anymore to have that and i was going to ask you because i know you do that you wear a lot of shirts from bands and yeah. when i was your age which is only a couple years difference i was i had gotten reback like back into it again where i was like yeah I'm, I'm ready to rock again i'm going to shows yeah, that's where i'm at is it midlife some shit? and then all of a sudden it went away again where i'm like i feel like such a fraud man i can't wear this shirt i feel like if i go to the show people are looking at me like who's this old guy is this somebody's dad see i don't feel like a fraud. you will i feel like street cred like i feel like like when paul rudd wears like a nirvana shirt i go shit yeah man he means it like so so i get that but that's not my thing but i i stopped doing band shirts for a good decade decade and a half probably i, just I did didn't too. do it i was just like i'll wear like a you know certain patterns or i, I don't know a long like underwear that. shirt yeah yeah i would just go pretty simple right right but somewhere along the line i started wearing just normal clothes and realizing that i didn't give a shit about any of them and just i'd go like oh i really like lights over bridgeport i was just buy that shirt because i'm at the show i like lost years i'll just buy it because i'm at the show so in supporting these bands in a small amount, I just started collecting them, and I was like, "Well, this is comfortable, and I like them." So yeah, but I got, I, I'm, I'm like fully back in. Now. I know, I noticed, but I, I feel like not today. But right. I mean, I feel like when you wear those shirts, like when you were a teenager, you were in your 20s or whatever, and you wore those shirts. One thing it was doing was throwing up a flag saying, "Hey, like anybody else who likes this band, you automatically buy my shirt." No, like we're into the same stuff, right? Like me and you, bro. So I would wear, like, I remember wearing a Naked Ray Gun shirt one time yeah. uh, in the last, like, five years, maybe five or six years ago to, like, Three Floyds. And a dude came up and he's like, dude, that's a cool shirt. It was an old one. He's like, oh, that's a Did cool shirt. Did you almost, like, get pissed off? Like, ugh, I didn't want that. I no, talk no. Me. But then, like, after, I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, right away we had something Street in common. Fred, yeah. But now I feel like that time has passed me by and pretty much everybody I know when I associate with doesn't care about the music I like anyway and I wear a shirt. I just feel like a fool. Yeah, but I'm like clinging on. I'm like, just because they quit doesn't I, mean I'm quitting. And I did that. But I'm telling you. So you know I mean? you're, you're 36. Six, yeah. I'm telling you by 38, <laughs> it was over. <laughs> like, oh, I'm quitting I still like have a couple are. of shirts upstairs, but like yeah. they, 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 they're hidden. I have a Motorhead shirt, which to me is timeless. And you could either, because people could always go like, he's not. I could be like, I'm not in a motor. I just got this thing at the mall. But it's it's definitely worn in. Mm-hmm. But it's the one shirt like I I was clinging on to for the longest time because I've, I've worn Black it the Sabbath most. Shirt that I'm still upset about. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I started purging stuff, and then I got my 
my wife into it. I used to do a couple years ago. I would like once a week, I would take an entire garbage bag out no matter what I'd fill it with, with just whether it was books, uh, you know, Whoa, dude, once a week. Oh Jesus, yeah. Man. I mean, it lasted what for maybe like, you got? it lasted for like maybe five weeks, but I would take a garbage bag and try to fill it. But I'd say, Hey, every week I'm taking this garbage bag out. So I try to put stuff in it. Old pe- guitar pedals that some work, some, you know, I don't use anymore. Just yeah. shit, you know, you just have laying around. And, and and you, I have this thing where if I haven't touched it in two years, my the idea is to throw it away. And that's where you say you get your... I get my enjoyment out of it. That's why you get your jollies. That's because why you don't drink beer because you can throw shit away. I think at the end of the day, what I'm trying to do is have nothing to hold on to. Because if you <laughs> you know as well as I do, Whoa. It, you know, I have a ton of guitars, basses. I don't play them ever. I went down the other day and I jammed out for like four hours while my Whoa, wife dude, just, really? just like playing you know, my headphones in and it was while my kids were playing in the next room. And I put it up one guitar that I my go to guitar because all the rest of them have a missing string here, a missing string oh there. Oh, my God. But um, I don't want to sell them. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm never going to be in a band again. I'm never going to. What's the point? The point is that that you're not giving up. The point is the fight. Yeah, but you know what, man? I just don't want to worry about. Like, I feel like, God forbid, somebody broke in. There's really nothing I I care that much about anymore that I okay. have. Like, nothing is that valuable. Do you have something that you could think of off the top of your head that you like? I remember when I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, if somebody stole my record collection, or if somebody stole my baseball card collection, or if somebody stole my. X, Y, Z. And guys, on Twitter, let us know. If somebody broke in, what's the one thing you wouldn't want them to steal? Not the one thing you wouldn't want them to find that nobody knew you had, but oh, the thing that... That's <laughs> another the, Yeah, the thing that some... you The one thing that you own, you know, that you wouldn't want to be taken from you. Hashtag, please don't steal my... Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, uh, I don't think I own anything that... Uh, other than Isn't like, that healthy, though, other than on like my part? Obligation... Stuff, you know what I mean? Like things for safety and and yada yada. Like okay, for work you need certain things. No, I don't think there's anything I can like live without. But but or that you'd even be bummed that somebody took. Other than the fact that they took it. But see, you say you get your jollies from like getting rid of stuff and purging. I get here, <laughs> dude. When I I went to, like when I went to Indianapolis a few weeks ago, I had an afternoon where it was like. I got off of training. I went. I had a few beers and a sandwich. I forget what else. I took a nap. I worked out. I went and had a few beers and a sandwich. And I went and saw a movie. I never see horror movies. I don't care about them. I went and saw Lights Out. It was awesome. I saw it by myself. And 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 I've mentioned this before, but it's like people go like, "Oh, there's that there's that one guy in the movie theater. That's weird. That's or like, oh, that, I wonder if that guy's lonely. He's not. I promise you. I promise you that guy's. If you see a dude in the movie theater by himself, don't ever for a second in your brain think pity for that guy. Don't ever feel. The, Sometimes like, be afraid. Yeah, worry about your safety. Depending on what movie it is. Stand, I, but stand bladed. I, I did him. see Juno by myself. It wasn't anything creepy about that. I just want to put that out there. No, but I'm I mean, telling maybe you. There was, but. It was like. It was like when Cartman bought the amusement park and just went on the rides by himself. I don't know what you're saying, but I do know. I agree oh, with you. It was and just it, so wonderful. And then that's and I don't say that you didn't need I, anything. I love you, wife and kids. But the, the point is this: it was like, dude, I, I, that that is where I get my 
But doesn't suffering like, okay, for example, I have this issue with my pool right now where it's leaking from somewhere. If there's a tiny oh. tear in the, so to me, I would rather just be like, fuck it. I don't want a pool anymore. <laughs> it's just easier to not have what? the pool because no, yes, dude. the pool brings enjoyment to my family and I enjoy that. Yeah. However, I'm, I'm always... tired of this stress that like, I'm going to have to close my pool soon. And if there's some sort of leak, I don't want my pool to you know, be leaking over after I put the cover on top of it and then put snow gets on top of it and caves the pool walls in. My wife's car's transmission, the one she drives back and forth to work, is shit. And she's like, wow, I'm not worried about it. I just drive real careful. And I'm like, no. So ultimately, I just want to get down to the bare minimum of, the bare minimum of things. I don't have to worry about it. See, so you're oh, going like, I need to go full adult and just full have responsibilities. Buddha, no responsibility. No, I no. Get see, rid of... you just want to take care of all the issues that arise. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm saying I'm, 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 I'm fighting against it. Pre-midlife crisis. I was there, man. I'm telling you, hey, hey, this is future Ben talking to you right now. <laughs> future Ben? What's up, man? I, dude, it's so good to meet you. It's over. What, what, which part's over? It's all of it, dude. It's over. Oh, shit. How about the fast food thing? You're is gonna, that, I will, that, how's that going? If we're still doing the podcast when you're 39 years old, you're going to be yeah. a Republican. <laughs> yeah, I won't say never. Never say <laughs> never. For that's one thing I don't do. I fought it as long as I could. Hey, future Ben, how's that Taco Bell thing going? Did I ever work that out? Yes. You yes, like I out. still do it. Like I still eat it all the time. You got divorced and no one cares anymore. You just oh, if I got divorced, you could bet your ass <laughs> I'm in a dumpster full of chalupas yeah, right now. Yeah. You actually work there at this oh, point. Future, you love it so much, they just said, you know what? Hop behind the counter. Oh, future Ben's so happy. He's so happy. <laughs> uh, future Ben, that's a great... Uh, We'll have to revisit that one. We gotta do a more future Ben bits. Um I just wanna visit future Ben's. But anyway. Visit any cool places lately? Dude, I don't even know where we're at. Uh I actually hit a couple uh craft breweries up Ooh. today. Yeah. Finally went to Windmill Brewing and Dyer. Very, very, very I mean I got I've there. had their beer, never been there though. Dude, I got there right before closing. I actually was late. Uh, five minutes to come here today, as you as you already know. But I couldn't find the damn place. It's difficult. Like you literally have to use your iPhone or your phone's uh, map. It's difficult. It's right. It's it's like sandwiched between a police station and a hospital, which is just weird. But uh, I was insanely impressed. I had a couple of barrel aged. What's beers. it look like inside there? Is it um, nice setup. Just clean. Just clean, which is nice, weird. spacious. Well, I I went like on they the, purged. Well, here's what's weird. <laughs> here's what's weird is I went on the website and it was like, here's the thing: it's like we're all about the beer. So come here, you'll notice it's not like sports on TV blaring. It's not like bright lights. It's like you're here to enjoy the beer, and they have a three beer limit, which is unique. I've never seen that before. Like you can only enjoy three beers while you're there. Uh I think that's for the purpose of not um, staying there all day, getting you know, getting fucking hammered, bro, and watching the White Sox. I don't know what that is. I know for a lot of people have I don't know why the White different Sox fans ideas. are from Boston either. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'll just crop that off so it says socks. Yeah, just so uh, when you guys hear it, it'll just say socks. Let's go get lazy. Hey, let's get some fucking bras and go to Thirty Third and Wentworth <laughs> and go up there and we'll uh, we'll we'll go to Comiskey. We'll go to Comiskey or fuck what you call it, bro. So uh, I went there and and on their website it says. All these things about how it's just about the beer, beer, beer. That's 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 no trouble. They're about that life. Well, eventually, when I walked in, I was pleasantly surprised that it was very well lit. There was a big TV with sports on, <laughs> and there was just one bartender who was super nice and accommodating. And uh, 
they had even a, though you were he was trying to go home. Yeah, yeah, no, but he he was he was super cool. Like they were closing at ten, and I showed up at like ten till, and he was like, "No, that's cool, man. Like I'm here. Go ahead, like have some beers." Really nice. Uh, really, I I had been looking for a dark beer because I've been trouble having trouble finding a, a good dark beer other than Wild Rose, uh, in in the region lately. Fantastic. I did hit a a a, a few more. Uh, I went to Bioway today and uh, it was good. Awesome food over there too, by the way. And that's the same thing. It's not. Well, what's cool is that a lot of the the breweries talk about how. Uh, well, they don't. They, I, I should step back. They don't talk about it, but a lot of it we've talked about it before. It's like the you can't come factor. Like it's too mm-hmm. cool. Blast metal. Bioway doesn't do that. Like they play like classic rock. It's they got a huge uh, like a window wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a lot of natural light gets in. So it's not like that uppity feel. It's kind of like figure eight, I guess, in, in that respect of where it's nice. Like a, like a restaurant or like a chain. Yeah, in the fact that it's not like too cool for you. Right. You know, it's not too cool for you at all. I went to another one, which I won't mention, but this is the one I wanted to, I wanted to talk about. This is the one. I'm not sure what each person does at these breweries. I know there's – I used to go to Three Floyds, and there would be a guy that would like walk through wearing boots and shit. Like he'd have like um, like waders on. And suspenders, and I'm like, that guy's got to be a brewer. But then he started doing numbers at the table. Just the Gordon Fisherman. Yeah, so I'd be like, I'm not sure if he's just making fish sticks or also brewing. I could never tell. Uh, Well, I went to this other place that I won't mention. And uh, the bartender was very nice. Talked me up. We're sitting there chatting back and forth. Everything's going really well. And the food was great. Everything was good. And this guy's at the end of the bar. And I don't know what his position was but i know that technically what he was getting paid for was to be super creepy and weird and stare at me from the end of the bar like that was like i don't know what his bosses thought he was getting paid for but what he technically was he was earning every cent Mm -hmm. by slicking his greasy hair over and just staring and 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 i don't know if that's like um like I i don't know the hierarchy of 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 how these places operate Right, I know you have the person that serves your beer, and I would think they could even go get your food too, unless it's right. really busy. And I know there's the guy that wears the super sweet chef coat in the back mm-hmm. that makes all this gourmet food that goes along with your craft beer. Now, I don't know what the other dudes are doing, but sometimes busing? You, sometimes busting. I'm at the bar, like busting what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's is there other plates? Maybe that you they want? are supposed or dishwashing. To, maybe they're supposed to be busting, and maybe that's why I got creeped out by them waiting to just take a fork, and I just didn't want to give it to them. Right, but. It's happened at more than one of these establishments where there's these middlemen. It's like, we're involved in the craft brew place. Like, we're about it, dude. Like, we got a beard. But it's like, well, would you brew? Well, no. I mean, I don't I'm like brew the beer. It's like, okay, so you're going to serve the beer. Well, I'm not the bartender. Well, you, just, thought of, you thought enough to snap a picture of this, this, this freak of nature. I did. And you showed it to me. I did. And I told you, I said, the guy looks like a combination of uh, <laughs> of uh, Mark yeah. Borchert and Mike Shank. Actually, before you even showed me the picture, you were describing this guy and how slimy and creepy he was because you said you're having a conversation and this person just kept like popping in and, and like completely not even involved in what you were doing, but would like interject well here's the thing here's why it felt weird because but hey, well hold on so you were describing this person and then i said you, you sort of described a mark <laughs> shank esque i described his skin and his hair yeah and, and you ran with it yeah and and I go, exactly. dude that sounds like mark shank and that other guy and, and or mark borchard mike shank and mark <laughs> borchard from from the documentary american movie which by the way we've talked about it before but if you haven't seen american movie it is my all-time favorite documentary if we were gonna do a hey a hey my screening 
that's that would uh, be at the top of my list. That and Sling Blade. I don't know if we could pull it off, but those are, yeah. It'd be a long one because Sling Blade's, I think, a little bit longer than a normal movie. But well, anyway. I just mean like different, oh, okay. different, different viewings, not gotcha. at the same time. Okay, double features. It's too dark. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this dude was, and here's the thing, like, uh, and I'll just tell you, like, I was playing earlier. Um, I go in, like, wearing my wedding ring, right? So just full disclosure. Like, I'm wearing my wedding ring. I don't ever talk to anyone I don't know for five minutes without showing them a picture of my kids. You've seen how much catfish. I fucking love so them know. and all that. Right. No. But I mean, I wear I wear my wedding ring. Uh, I'm very upfront about all that shit. Like, I talk about my kids nonstop. Uh, so, so I'm talking. Boner killer. No. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> whatever. Right. So, so when I'm talking to this bartender, we're talking about beer and about people we might know in common or whatever the hell. Uh, and I'm thinking okay, maybe this dude is like her boyfriend or something. And he's like, hey, bro, why are you talking to the hired helper? I, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, So I was like, oh, it's kind of weird. But then the more I looked at him, I was like, no way, dude. He's just way too disgusting. There's no yeah, way. Well, that's what I said. She wouldn't you're like, give he's this, energetic. I'm like, maybe it's the boyfriend. You're like, ah, no. She wouldn't give this dude a ride home if you work for Uber. <laughs> like, no way, dude. So I was like, what's up? So uh, I don't know the in-between. I know they wear socks with personality, which I don't approve of. Yeah, I know I Would wear band, I know I wear band shirts, but you're an adult. Knock it off. Uh, I don't know what the in between guy does, so I won't say the name of this place because I just won't. But uh, I feel like some people, and I know you're. You, we argue this all the time. Some people are better off left in the kitchen. Remember, I told you I went to a oh restaurant. My God, yeah. The kitchen guy came out. I was with my family, and he as he walked past us, he he let a huge belch out. And then just kept walking. <laughs> and he was like a guy, a delivery guy for the business. And I'm like, right. really? All right. Like, that's totally acceptable. And that's just, some people are just animals. I know they have to work. And I know they're probably defiling my food. But I don't want to. Once I put a face, like you, you said, you described this guy as such a grease ball that I imagine, like, <laughs> I immediately in my mind go back and I'm thinking, like, this guy handled my food at some level. I don't use, I don't, I'll be honest, I'll be full disclosure, I don't really wash my face, right? Like, even when I shower, like, what, a little bit of soap. Like, Dude, I haven't washed my face since 1970, <laughs> when, whenever my mom stopped washing my face. I, it's funny you say that. Same goes my, for Q-tips, My bro. wife just told my son today, she goes, you need to brush your teeth and wash your face before bed, and I'm like, I've never washed my face ever. You know when I wash my Water face? Water cascades over you, it. You know when I wash it? When in the pool? When something on it's fucked up. Right. Like, if something on my face, like, if I get, like, some... You got a little schmutzy. I get a zitty and a little bit schmutz, uh, then I'll go, like, uh, like oh, man, better hit that with some soap. Right. It, other than that... Not even soap, just a rag. Just you know what's funny? My wife washes her face 18 times a day. Well, they wear makeup, though. Yeah, but but 10 times the acne I, I could ever hope to get. That's why. Just, Don't you was, think? Again, she's a beautiful woman. No, there's no, it, looks like no. a, it looks like Ivanka Trump. I mean, you would never <laughs> believe the, the, the skin on this woman. But, no, seriously, like, I... I, I'm not biting Adam Kroll's bit. I know I always do, even subconsciously, but I seriously don't give a shit about washing my face. I don't either. But this guy made me want to take a fucking bar of Dial soap and just scrub my... Uh... You know, it's funny. Me and my wife are always watching, and I know that's a big thing with her is greasy hair. So now whenever we're watching a show together, like we'll watch, you know, whether it be Bar Rescue or any of these shows, that like, or even, uh, you know, the night of, we'll see something and I'll be like, oh, that's gross. Like, you know... Just something subtle, man. Like, I know how she thinks, and, and I just get skeeved out by that, too. Like, anybody who's, like, physically a filthy person going anywhere. A guy brought... High def doesn't do a lot of favors, but one thing, one last thing I wanted to touch on. 
I know I don't live the high life like uh, like you do. However, high life. However, uh, I told you I did. I did. I got this TV, and it's like a bullshit brand. It's called. Mm. It was not. It was not bullshit, but the brand is called Hinsense. Mm-hmm. Dude, I bought this for like four hundred bucks. Fifty inch, ultra high def. It's amazing. I keep combing uh, uh, the ad pages trying to find something, even that same brand. For that same price, it looks so good. Uh, ultra high def is really bad for some things, like you said. But I have become addicted to. There's this show on Netflix called Life Story. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Life Story. I should probably look it up. Uh, it is one of those one of those nature shows. Mm. It's just like the animals, and they show the different stages of like you know like mating and uh, competing for the you know place in the tribe and all that. I have watched this. I should know the name of it because I've watched the season probably four times. <laughs> I just, it looks so good. You, dude, I'm going from this old like 720p with a coax cable right. that doesn't properly work. <laughs> My TV looks so amazing. It's the downstairs TV that mm. I like. That's where I hide when I get home. It looks so amazing that I just have it you on. Just watch whatever. Dude, I know. I, I watch nature shows nonstop. Well, don't you I, remember when DVD players first came out and everybody was like, I don't, I, I have the Matrix. And you would only get like the one, you'd be like, because there was only a few movies that first came yeah. out on DVD yeah. or, or even LaserDisc. Yeah, like Austin Powers and Matrix. Yeah, it's like, I only have two movies, but they're the best ones, like, you know, whatever they were, The Patriot and, yeah. you know. Why do you think the, I've seen the movie uh, The Eraser like 16 <laughs> times with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I tried to watch it the other day and I was like, this is a really bad movie. Yeah, but, but the not definition on DVD, was high, it wasn't. Right? <laughs> the definition was tight. That's how this, I don't, I don't know if it's life or life story. I have, I have it in my, my queue. But it it's just one of those your your basic but dude the 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 shots they get uh I don't, I'm telling people about nature shows they've known for five <laughs> years but it's so on this ultra high def it looks so good I could watch uh anything involved with good photography right mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter like what the plot just if it has good photography I'll watch anything on this on this thing quickly right. before we end. There's one more week. The finale is coming up. Before we podcast again, the finale will be on. You people will have seen it. What is your decision or your, how do you feel about the night of who did it? You want my whodunit or how's it going to like it? Just how's it going to end? How's it going to end? How would, you, how would you like to see it end? And how is it going to end? And I, I can put that to Twitter too. I do not see... Anything of evidentiary value that's going to sway a jury enough to think that the guy with a knife in his coat, the night of DNA, all that shit, is not the guy. So your opinion is is that Nas I think, will be convicted. I think he will be convicted. <clears throat> Whether he did it or not, it's so hard with all the red herrings. This guy could have, this guy could have, this guy could have. But they keep pounding the point home how how... He's got this dark side. He keeps making bad decisions. And he's smoking cocaine in bad jail. Bad decisions. And, and it didn't take long. Smuggle. Like, yeah, He right. was like, after like a week, he's like, I guess I'll smoke I, I coke. think that the part that you're missing is, and that you're not focusing on, I should say, is that is supposed to take place over a long period of time because nobody goes to trial within the first week. So well, they yeah. they did a bad job uh, yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of, of sort of like telling you what the timeline is. You know what I'm saying? Because like, no, yeah. talk about a speedy trial. Speedy as you want it, it don't happen that fast. No, that's a really good point because it does seem like it's been. Uh, it literally seems like it's been five weeks. Well, and they, well, they mentioned too, like, hey, fast track it. Right. We don't want this shit sitting on the docket right. uh, and causing all this media storm. 
So, but it literally, like, I, I believe he's been in jail for about a month. Right. That's how it feels, for sure. But we know that's not the case. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Months? Okay. I mean, it's how definitely it not possibly, a year. How could it possibly be less than a year in real life? It's not. Right. But I, 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 I would think that it's, it's longer than what it seems. It seems to me like we're literally watching it in real time. Couldn't they do a the way they're shooting with it? A calendar, or you, something. <laughs> flips the page. You know? <laughs> yeah, like. So I, we agree on that. I, I think my, my final. Um, I feel like he did it. You feel like he did it. I think he did it. Wow. Yeah. I feel like. And oh, only because, only because. Um. Only they just they, otherwise they're cramming a new bad guy or they're 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 gonna put a solution in last minute and shoehorn it in in a way that's so unsatisfactory. The only way to do it is go, hey, this guy had a good side. You saw his good side. Uh, you liked his good side, so you were cheering for him. However, people do bad stuff. Okay, but consider this: a lot of times, what we've seen historically, like with HBO shows like True Detective, the first season, people were like really unhappy with the way it ended. They're not unhappy with the culmination of killing the, the, the killer, but after the, like, sort of where they were just in the parking lot, and you're like, well, what happened to these guys? The Sopranos. So HBO, in my opinion, has a history of taking some of their most popular shows and sort of ending it on a weird, nondescript, not-so-tied-up ending. Yeah, I don't think it'll be with a bow on it. But so I feel it's going to be like, hey, he took a bunch of drugs and and... And something like okay, he blacked out and did it. You I, know what I mean, I think what happened, what's the way it's going to end is he's going to end up in jail, like you said. There's not going to be enough evidence to to, yeah, to sway see him getting out. But Box, the detective who's investigating it, now you've seen him retire, and he it's going to be more based on him thinking to himself, "I know this guy didn't do it, and I put a sent a perfect man to jail." That part of it, and then also at the same time, um. Maybe it'll be a vehicle for John Stone Totoro's character to sort of like move on to a season two where the show what we what we'll, what we'll realize is the show was really about John Totoro. It wasn't really about Nas anyway. That's just a, a day in the life of something that he was working on. Certainly give him his you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they shift directions on who the who the actual show is about at the last minute, and they go, well, to be honest with you, it's not really that important whether he gets off or doesn't get off or there's circumstantial evidence. How deep have they gone into his family at all? They've gone a right. little bit of his mom and dad a little bit. Yeah, so I, I think and again... We don't even know how his brother feels about it at all. We don't. And the timeline it just moved way too quick. So my And we don't know what's up with his sort of kid. And why did he make out with Chandra? Why did she decide on camera? Dude, that... I th- Julie... My wife said she was under the impression that was a dream. She's like, oh, it's gotta be a dream sequence. It's gotta be a dream sequence. And then like when it too. wasn't, we were both like... That's weird. Like, why she knows there's a camera right there. It's just you pure, can't be fraternizing pure with sympathy. She's into it, like for pure sympathy. I don't know because they never really like, the, show her character. The like part come in. Yeah, like I don't I said, mean physically. I just mean like, come on, dude. Like you're so those circumstances so occupied with all this stuff. You're gonna be like, not only did you not do it, you're you're like you're drawn <laughs> to you. Like, come on. Under those circumstances, it's not. You would think that it were the romantic feelings wouldn't be as. Is prevalent, right? I can see, like, hey, see him getting acquitted, them partying. Well, I can see him being attracted to her, but her, I'd be, her be yeah. like, you know, right now it's not the time. I know there's a lot of excuses I get all the time, and I ain't even in jail. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> right? me? Yeah. Right. Might so, as well. 
So that's my prediction is that he will go to prison uh, and you will get no more information. Nothing else will be. They've already painted. Well, the, I guess that's kind of in a way that's kind of mine, too. I'm just saying like they're not going to be able to prove he didn't do it. And I think I could believe he didn't. And I can believe he did. But isn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's it's isn't that the learning lesson right now with with serial and the whole thing with Adnan Syed? It's where, a total parallel, by the where, way. Every time I see him doing oh, something yeah. bad, I think about when you listen to serial and you hear about like there, there was an episode of serial when um, Adnan kind of lashed out a little bit at her, like uh, like I forget what he said, but he was something like he said something to the effect of like you, you act like you know me because we did a few interviews, right. like you don't know me at all. So I see that, and it's like. I see that in uh, Nas's character right. as far as like, um, you're not sure if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Right. You don't you know what he's capable. He's capable of smoking coke or being a or a throwing student, a kid down the or, stairs or being or... an A student. Right. You don't know. Right. I mean, nobody knows. That's but, why it's. Such but a aren't we guy. all in some way, shape, or form? I those are. Oh, I never got A's in school. No. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. I did smoke. Wait, what? I think it's it's more of a. Uh, what it's going to end up being is because it, I think it has that like where it wants to push that, that narrative of like, it's hey, just a even, bigger picture. Like all of us could, and none of us could kind of. Yeah. And even good guys, when the evidence isn't already, you know, when the police want to paint We're it, turning a good guys way, into bad guys. Right. And not only that, but when we don't have, even though it's the state's burden to prove that he did do it, right. That's not how it really works in the real world because the state presented a case with a bunch of circumstantial evidence and the defense has presented a case saying like, yeah, it's all circumstantial, but really it's just pretty good. It's up to 12 people who don't have law degrees to determine the fate of someone who is quote unquote, the peer of the person who's on trial. And I've never been on a big time jury, but I always picture like when, when the attorney will tell the jury, they'll go like, listen, it's not our job to prove this. It's our job to just do this. This is, you need to think about just, you know, like you need to think about just, is there a chance or, you know, they'll twist the words around. I always picture me as a juror going, yeah, I get all that bullshit, but like, you're just, you know what I mean? You better prove it. Right. <laughs> well, right. think about this. Our like, attention they'll, span they'll is like, so, my wife can't watch a TV show without looking at her phone 30 times. You <laughs> right. think that she's really paying attention during you know hours of court testimony? But my little my little alarm goes off when someone goes, "Hey, don't look at the big picture. Look at this small little mm-hmm. detail." Cuz I immediately go, "No, dude, I'm not an idiot. I'm looking at the whole thing." Right. And so, uh even though that small detail could be the thing if you really focus well, and, on it, you could be and, like, "That absolutely couldn't have done it cuz of that small thing." And in legalese, we're only entitled to you say yay or nay or prove one small detail. Right. Like, right. Like we're, uh, like the, the attorney will say like, it's not, it's not on us to prove, you know, X, Y, Z. You just have to make sure that he wasn't, um, you know, X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. the other, the other factor, whatever it would be. Uh, but I feel like me as a juror, I would go like, you're trying to trick me. Right. You know what I mean? That's how I would feel as a juror. So, I agree. And that's probably how a lot of people. So are. we both think Nas is going to end up in jail. You think he did it? I think he didn't do it. But I the bottom line is, is he, he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. He's not going to be smoking coke and everything, and then just be like, uh, <laughs> "I'm out." I just I don't see it. But I'm dying to see the finale, though. All I'm right, super excited about. Well, it. Well, hey, we want to hear back from you. There was a couple different things. Like I said, we want to know if somebody broke into your house or took something from you. Hashtag don't st- please don't steal my or just don't steal my. Yeah, whatever. However you want to do it. All right. We'll see you in episode 124. This is episode 123. Later.